Support for Speaking of Travel comes from Asheville Regional Airport, Western North Carolina's gateway to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. And Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus. Built with the zero landfill promise, all waste is recycled or reused with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. And Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Experience Asheville on a whole new level on a guided rooftop tour. Enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, gorgeous views, and van-chauffeured transportation. Tours daily, year-round, with cover and heated rooftop areas. Find out more at AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. Now be sure to visit the Speaking of Travel website, that's speakingoftravel.net, and you can sign up for the Travel Club, and you'll receive some really great travel news and travel tips, and 2020 is really going to be a great year for some wonderful vacation destination opportunities, so tune in and sign up. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website or on the iHeartRadio app, which iHeart is the number one podcast platform, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. You can pretty much pick up Speaking of Travel on any podcast platform and listen to it anywhere, anytime in the whole wide world. So, You know, I have always connected music with travel because, as we all know, music is that universal language, and I love talking to musicians who travel and just spread the joy because music makes people happy, and being able to share your talents and love with others is very magical. Well, my guests today, Timmy and Susanna Abel, are touring artists who have a passion for performing and teaching. And traveling for them is a way of life, and it just brings smiles to so many when they're entertaining with family concerts and so many educational programs. And Susanna and Timmy, I am so glad to have you here today on Speaking of Travel. Marilyn, thank you so much for having us back. Well, thank you. Having us back. I was looking, and it was like two years ago that you were here on the show before, and you were off and running then, and I don't think you stopped ever since. So why don't you kind of catch us up? What's what's going on in your world? Well, okay, so we're still at it. And uh, after many years, this is my 40th year of touring uh, around the country. And we've been so fortunate because what we get to do is concerts for young people. And we've found that, you know, in order to really actually make a living at it, we go into the schools. And so typically we will have three or 400 kids at a time in a concert with all of our 10 musical instruments and Susanna's puppetry. And it's a, it's a real mix of um, songs and stories and poetry. And the whole idea around our concert is that there are so many ways to share a story. And so the teachers like that because it's kind of tied into the curriculum. 
And the kids have a wonderful time. There's a lot of variety in our program, and almost everything we do is participatory. So you can see. So we're really we are so lucky. It's so fun. Trying to kind of open up the lens on self-expression for kids because so often that lens gets narrower and narrower, especially with all of the media and screen time. And it's great to be able to go into many rural areas where often our audiences have, you know, never seen live music before or a live performance. And um, I actually had a child write a note um, that I keep on my refrigerator that said, I never knew my imagination could do that, which was just exactly why we do what we do to kind of just open up that lens and say, there are so many amazing different ways that you can express yourself. So it's really about empowering their innate creativity. That is just so important, especially in these days, but you've had four decades on the road visiting school children (laughs) and being able to see the change, uh, that magic that you were talking about, the imagination. How does that make you feel? So being on the road, this is the thing that most of the people who are in our audiences don't understand about our life. And since this is a program about travel, we should talk about that. Um, it is uh, it's so multifaceted. When you're traveling for a living, as you can imagine, we go into many very rural areas. We go to places that nobody else has ever been. Um, and there's everything from the absolute tedium of being on the road for hour after hour after hour to going through these amazingly beautiful areas uh, where everywhere you look, there's something else wonderful to see. So we've got lots of stories about working on the road, so we can just get into some of those at any point. But I mean, I will say, so we are headed down to um, do a residency in Duplin County. And I just want to put in a little plug for Duplin County because the number of people right here in our state that I have spoken with and I've said, yeah, we're going to work in Duplin County. And they say, where's that? Because it is a very rural, somewhat isolated area, but it's absolutely beautiful. And um, we're going to be down uh, down there again. It's sort of uh, between Wilmington and Lumberton, um, that area. And, you know, when you're in these rural places, there's there's really, you know, after school, after we've worked, there's not a lot to do. So we'll often just take off and go for a walk. And that's when surprises happen. So I'm remembering a moment when we were walking down this country road in Duplin County. I can't even remember the town, if it was Warsaw or Beulahville, but there was a, a, a big farm and we're walking down the road and we decided to walk into this farm and we were photographing some grain elevators and out of nowhere in the sunlight from behind the grain elevator come two peacocks. Just <laughs> I remember that. Walking... <laughs> Down the road. And, you know, it's there's sort of moments like that that, you know, just bring 
joy and um, you know some excitement and laughter to to our lives when we're when we're not performing um, that are are kind of fascinating. Actually, it was the grain elevators that really got us going that day. I remember we were. It was the light. I mean, this is the thing. You're going down this rural road, and there's this huge grain elevator uh, with all these other buildings next to it, you know, and they just run up into the sky. And it's a, it's a, it's a landscape that you don't see very often. The lighting that particular day was amazing. So we were just taking pictures of that over, trying to get a better angle here. And then around the corner come these peacocks. It just sort of so, made the moment. I mean, I think the point, poor part of the the message is that, I mean, yes, you know, Florence is amazing and beautiful. And, um, you know, the Eiffel Tower is, is spectacular. But we try to really make it a practice to find beauty wherever we go in these rural places. And then you bring that beauty into your performances and share that with with these lucky participants. So, Timmy, you have your banjo. Why don't you take us into the break? Oh. We want to hear Timmy play a little music so we can find out what is going on with these guys. Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com. Hi, this is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. Have you ever traveled and then heard those dreaded words that your flight is either delayed or canceled? Unfortunately, this does happen in air travel, and so you will need to rebook. One tip to keep in mind is instead of walking to the gate or the ticket counter and getting in line to wait your turn to go ahead and rebook that flight, why don't you pull out your cell phone and call the 800 number for your airline and a representative will be right with you and you possibly could be rebooked and on your way uh, very, very quickly. So this is a great tip Use your cell phone. Avoid those lines. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, your host of Speaking of Travel. And I have to tell you, the Asheville Rooftop Bar Tour just might be the hottest ticket in town for locals and visitors alike. Kay Bentley and her amazing team at Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours helped organize a group tour for us on a recent Sunday afternoon. We saw a part of Asheville's best views with well-known and new sites to look out over from high above the city. It is, as the name suggests, a tour on top of some of Asheville's fabulous rooftop bars. Sit back and order some handcrafted cocktails, some 
craft beer, local wines, maybe a small plate of yummy food, while you're learning about Asheville from the early years through historical photos from the late 1800s and early 1900s and hearing stories about what was going on at that time. And then you get van chauffeured to the next rooftop bar stop. It's so much fun. For more information, visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and you were just listening to Timmy Abel. He was right here in the studio playing the banjo for us. Really lovely. And Susanna, I'm really just so... uh, inspired by your stories of taking the road, hitting the road, going out and going to rural areas, being with people in places that otherwise don't get to have these experiences and what that what that means and does for you. But like I was saying in the beginning, being out on the road is sometimes kind of harsh and you bring <laughs> all this joy, you find all this joy in life, but how do you handle the uh, moments. <laughs> it can be challenging at times. So I have a I have a saying that what doesn't kill you is good material. And seriously, I mean, we were just reminiscing about um, a trip we were on tour in um, in Florida, and we had to drive across the state, and we were somewhere in the middle of Florida, and in a ninety one VW camper van, and. Uh, we were literally in the middle of, of nowhere and nothing, and uh, and the accelerator cable broke. So Timmy's was driving, and his foot just went to the floor. And so we we pulled off the road in a into a field because that's all there was was fields. And I'm it was probably four in the afternoon, and I am watching buzzards circle overhead and there's a few palm trees and it's hot and it's dry and uh timmy crawls under the van to see you know what he can do and i'm going to let you take the story from there because it's (laughs) quite remarkable i'm like okay we're in the middle of nowhere there's no way this car is going anywhere there's no accelerator luckily it's a it was an older volkswagen van so it had a mechanical accelerator cable that went from the bottom of the pedal back through the back of the car all the way back to the engine, and that's where it got attached. And so I got under the car and got some tools out, and I took down the the sheathing and everything and found out that the accelerator cable seriously had broken off just a couple of inches from where it was supposed to be attached to the pedal. And so I'm thinking, I don't think there's any way I'm going to fix this one so, but the, we did not have an alternative. We didn't have a way to call anybody. We were sitting out there with the buzzards flying over our heads. And um, so I start fishing around and looking at the little two inches of cable that's still left over on the pedal side and the broken part on the other side. And I'm thinking, how can I pull this together and tie it so that we can have just even the littlest bit of accelerator pedal to get down the road and so I'm yelling up to Susanna, get some stuff out of there. There's a drawer full of junk up there. Just get start getting stuff out of there. I need to see what I have to work with. I need nuts and bolts, and I need whatever little 
things you have. And I said, oh, yeah, I've got some extra hammered dulcimer strings in the back. Oh, I, so I went back and I found the heaviest gauge hammered dulcimer string that I could. I cut off a piece of it, took it down underneath the car, and somehow fashioned it, tied it to one end of that accelerator cable. And then I had to do some really fancy, like some sort of knot and whatever to attach the other side. And then I had to tighten it up and tighten it up and get it plenty tight so the pedal would come up a little bit. But it actually worked. It worked And great. we actually started the car. And I put my my foot to the floor and it you know, revved up a little bit. Not all the way. It wasn't, you know, what you would expect. But it got us all the way across the state. And we made it to some friend's house where we spent the night in a garage of theirs because they were selling that house and there was nothing else in the house, but we didn't have any else other place to stay. So they let us park our van in the garage and we slept in our van in their garage. I remember uh, being in the garage, which smelled a lot like a garage, you know, sort of that lovely oil gas mix that, you know, owed a garage. And I can remember um, sitting in, in, in the camper van um, with a glass of wine because it had been a very hard day and we had barely made it. And MacGyver here had like, you know, made an accelerator cable out of a hammered dulcimer string. And we were finally there. And I can remember the, the contrast of watching, I think it was Sense and Sensibility on my, on my computer with all of these people in their, you know, period costumes. And here I am in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> but the car ran and, you know, it, it actually, the fix worked so well that when the part came the next day, um, they had overnighted the part. We were like, I don't know if we should mess with it. You know, the, the dulcimer <laughs> string seems to be doing just fine. You know, maybe we should just keep it. That is such a great story. And I'm sure you've got just millions of <laughs> these kind of stories. <laughs> so when you get to your destination after you've gone through your trials and tribulations <laughs> and your joy and your surprises. What does it feel like when you're getting set up and in all these different places? I'm curious how it feels to be, as you're traveling, you're kind of going, even though it's not like Florence, you're, you're, we're not in different countries per se, as you're driving over the state line, but you are entering into different cultures and different sure. types of people. Give us an idea of what that is like just for you as you enter into that kind of experience. Well, I mean, we can, um, so I'm, so people are people wherever you go and, um, and kids are kids. And, um, that is something that is, uh, lovely and gives me hope for the world because I get to work with, uh, you know, people whose lives are in front of them and all of their, their hopefulness and their dreams and aspirations are, are right there. That said, I mean, there's certainly, uh, different, different cultures, different kinds of responses we do. And, you know, personally, I mean, we do plenty of work in, in Raleigh with, um, kids who are um, privileged to be exposed to lots of cultural resources. Um, I really love working in a lot of these rural areas because you're working with kids who are just so um, wide open and um, excited about uh, what they're seeing and the possibilities that that brings into their lives. 
So um, there are definitely uh, different cultures. I was remembering um, a place we stayed at, again, in Duplin County, where it was so charming. We, we went and did a wine tasting with a young man who had never tasted wine. And, um, and he, but he told us all about the different wines and he had his, um, his whole chart worked out and everything that he needed to tell us about all the different wines. And I would highly recommend if you have an opportunity, what was it? The vintage Squire Inn, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah. Um, wonderful place. We stayed at another place where, um, it was another Airbnb and it was 20 feet from a railroad track and, um, the woman running it had a pet pig. (laughs) Who lived in the house? Well, that sounds like a song. <laughs> a you should thing. break out into song. Well, I, that just really makes it, you know it just makes the world a better place when when you've got the children and the hope. Absolutely. So, Timmy, play us something with uh, with a little hope. Business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. The best way to feel the love is to share it. That's why Subaru created the Subaru Share the Love event. Over the last 11 years, Subaru has donated over $145 million to charity. This year, we're continuing the tradition. Right now, when you get a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of charity partners. The ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. This year, Prestige Subaru welcomes Homeward Bound WNC and the Asheville Humane Society as our hometown charity partners. The Subaru Share the Love event. Now through January 2nd at Prestige Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. What does being on a rooftop tell you about a city? With Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, you'll see Asheville, North Carolina like no one else can. Kay and her team have done their homework, and it shows. Sharing historical city photos from the 1800s and 1900s, these tours weave an intriguing tale of Asheville's early years, as seen from Asheville's award-winning rooftop bars. Kick back and relax for fun with friends and family and enjoy fabulous handcrafted cocktails, local craft beers and wines, and delicious appetizers while taking in the views from the sky. And you'll love the van show for transportation to each stop. We provide a unique experience for visitors and locals alike. It's truly a time to bond, have fun, and learn some pretty awesome history and even make new friends along the way. Tours are offered seven days a week and year-round, included heated outdoor spaces and fire pits. Check out their website for tour schedules and ticket information, AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Find them on Instagram, Facebook, and TripAdvisor. Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours, when an ordinary tour just won't do. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome 
Speaking of travel, I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and it is time to catch up with our fellow traveler, Doc Lawrence, as he takes us along the Gourmet Highway. And today, Doc is in a place that is high on my bucket list, New Orleans. That's right. I've never been. I admit it. I've never been to the Big Easy. But I know it's not Doc's first time in the Big Easy, and I know you love that place. Hey, Marilyn, it's carnival time, and you know what that means. The Gourmet Highway stops for a few days in New Orleans. Call it the Big Easy or the Crescent City, anything. But New Orleans, Maryland, as we both know, is America's home for music, fine dining, fine art, and yes, cocktails. This may surprise everyone, but New Orleans is the birthplace of the cocktail on this planet. It was here in a French Quarter apothecary in the 19th century when pharmacist Antoine Peychaud invented the Sazerac. That was the first cocktail. This gifted man also formulated Peychaud's bitters, which millions use in cocktails and in baking. It's all over the world today. Maryland, there's always a party going on in New Orleans, and you don't need the carnival to do it. It goes on all the time. And our friends from Clemson and LSU are here getting all juiced up for the National Football Championship game, and we wish them both well as they lock horns in the Superdome. Maryland, I just got me a shoe shine from a kid whose business is on the sidewalk in Jackson Square. He popped the rag, his shoe shine rag, like an instrument, and told me funny stories, all for a few bucks. How's that for a bargain? The art galleries and antique stores on Royal Street remind visitors of Paris. It certainly does me. Marilyn, I had coffee this morning, you guessed it, at the Café de Monde. Lunch at the Faulkner Bookstore. There's a little cafe right outside the front door. And dinner last night at Commander's Palace, where Emerald began his career. And I had Trout Almondine, Marilyn, to die for. Perfect with the white burgundy. This afternoon, we're visiting the Cabildo. It's also known as the Louisiana State Museum, where the Louisiana Purchase was consummated. Napoleon Bonaparte's death mask is here, and many other artifacts of Europe and America in the early days of this country. Tonight, Maryland, we'll begin with cocktails at Arnold's and have dinner at Antoine's, North America's oldest restaurant, where presidents, popes, Poets and playwrights, like Tennessee Williams, have dined. Dinner includes Antoine's originals, like Oysters Rockefeller and Baked Alaska, the signature dessert, both of which were formulated here decades ago. Afterwards, my little entourage, Marilyn, is headed for a midnight performance at La Petite Theater on St. Peter Street. It's the oldest stage theater in the United States. Maryland, it's going to be a great year. So for now, for the irrepressible Maryland ball, and speaking of travel, this is Doc Lawrence on the banks of the mighty Mississippi right here in New Orleans on the Gourmet Highway saying so long, and I look forward to seeing you soon in your hometown. All right, Doc. Well, 2020 is my year to get there. So you have fun and eat well, and remember, travel slowly. You can follow Doc's journey on the Gourmet Highway by visiting thegourmethighway.com. 
Well, I'm here in the studio with Timmy and Susanna Abel, and we've been talking about traveling. Have you been to New Orleans? I saw you made a face. Like, yes. are you kidding me? You've we've, never been? We've been we, a bunch of times in New Orleans because we, um, I've been touring in South Alabama for all of these many, many years. So uh, when, well, you know what? You should tell the story. So for all, for all those fans of um, folk music out there, uh, at one point when uh, when Timmy and I were recording, I was in Eastern Carolina, and it was right around this time of year, and he was in Alabama, and he said, have you ever been to New Orleans? And I said, why, no, I haven't. And he said, well, let me fly you down for your birthday at the end of the month. And I said, fabulous. That's wonderful. So, in fact, he came from Alabama with a banjo on his knee, bound for Louisiana, his true love for to see, oh, Susanna. So it actually happened, and we were laughing. We said, <laughs> "We said you're living the legend, man." <laughs> he is living the legend. So uh, we figured it was it was destiny from from right from there in. What a great story. It was a great story. And I, we had a great time in New Orleans, and you should definitely get there in, in 2020. What a remarkable part of the country. And, and eat lots while you're there. Yes. Well, <laughs> I've heard so many wonderful things, and I'm just waiting for the right moment. Yeah. Well, waiting for that call to come in that says, I'll fly to you, I'll fly <laughs> you to New Orleans. Come on down, baby. It's happening. For your birthday. <laughs> so you've had some really strange going-ons in your travels, too. And, you know, I love the kind of way that it balances. You have these, <laughs> you know, harsh times and lovely times mm-hmm. and strange mm-hmm. times and joyful times. Give us an idea of what some of these strange times look like. So, well, uh, Tammy's Timmy is probably uh, a bit more uh, adaptable to the strange, uh, either adaptable or oblivious. I'm not sure which, but um, we do. Uh, it's been wonderful. The whole Airbnb culture that has sprung up has been great for us because we no longer have to stay in budget hotels, um, and we've met lots of wonderful people. Um, however, we did stay at an Airbnb that was. Um, a, a, a bit strange. Um, we got there. There was no one there. Um, and when the young man who was running the place finally uh, pulled into the parking lot with a roll of toilet paper in his hand and ran upstairs to hand that to us because there was none, and then informed us that, in fact, we did not have the place to ourselves and that he rented out the other room to somebody who worked second shift. And that that person would be coming in. He said, but don't worry, he's very quiet. And at that point, I looked up and saw the axe on the mantelpiece. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And uh, and so I'm thinking there's a stranger uh, who works, who's a guy, and he's going to be coming in at two in the morning, and there's an axe on the mantelpiece. And I... Um, Freaked out. Uh, I did. I freaked out. I I I I, I sort of um, lay there in in bed, not sleeping, wondering when the axe murderer was going to show up, and 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 you know, with every muscle prepared to, you know, for that event. Um, and and I did hear him come in and got almost no sleep that night, which turned out to be a blessing because the next day we tiptoed out at five in the morning. 
um, and drove to our next place, which was outside Wilmington. And that's where we met the young lady who had the pet pig. And she had this baby pig and her house was 20 feet from the railroad track. That pig was adorable. Running around the house like a little doggy. He was so cute. So that night, uh, or the following morning, Timmy says, oh my God, did you hear the train? And I said, what train? And he said, it was 10 feet from the house. It was the loudest thing I'd ever heard. I have never been in a building that was that close to railroad (laughs) tracks. And here comes in the, and I'm saying like 2.30 in the morning. The loudest train horn you can imagine. And this train just crashing by the side of this bedroom. I didn't hear a thing. Not a thing. Well, Thanks to the murder play a little murder. railroad music to get us out of this railroad segment. Railroad music. I don't know. Oh, come on. Oil, renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger, say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals, don't eat them. Go solar, coexist. Don't buy a dog, rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville, Prestige Subaru on the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Hi, I'm Kay Bentley of Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours. Want to experience that Asheville vibe from the sky? Asheville Rooftop Bar Tours offers up the best views of the city and the best way to see them on a -a one-of-a-kind guided rooftop tour. Enjoy history, award-winning rooftop bars, spectacular and mountain city views, along with van-chauffeured transportation. Tours are offered year-round, rain or shine, with covered and heated rooftop areas. Come sip and see the city from a bird's-eye view with us. Visit AshevilleRooftopBarTours.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play. Among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I am having so much fun here in the studio today with Susanna and Timmy Abel. I love the story of going to Louisiana with a banjo on your knee and all of that. It's just, you guys just are so. Much fun. You just are so much fun. So I want to make sure that everybody knows how they can get more information, stream your music, find out what you're doing. How would somebody get in touch with you? Well, the music is everywhere. Um, my name is Timmy Abel. It's TimmyAbelMusic.com. So it's T-I-M-M-Y-A-B-E-L-L. Music. 
com, And it's on Apple and Spotify. It's uh, on Pandora. You can do a Pandora channel. It's music for young people, but not just for young people. I think people have accused me of writing children's songs for adults. Um, so, yeah, everybody would enjoy it. And I've got six CDs out, so there's a real variety um, of music out there. Yes, we still have old-fashioned CDs that I hold up for uh, kindergartners, and I say, do you know what this is? And they say, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. I say, well, we used to play music on them. <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're, becoming, they're becoming relics, but, um, but every now and again, people want a CD to, to yeah. share with someone. Yeah, but thanks for asking. Of course. Well, give us an idea of what a show might look like when you go into a school. You talked about your puppetry, Susanna, and your music. Yeah, I mean, how do you kind of bring all that together? Well, we set the stage up with Susanna's amazing puppet theater. It pops up in about 10 to 15 minutes. No less. And <laughs> then I have a collection of musical instruments, including a guitar and banjo, a hammered dulcimer, an English concertina, which is a little squeeze box instrument, a penny whistle. Also, there's a bunch of, I've hung a bunch of percussion instruments off of the hammered dulcimer. There's a cymbal, a drum, a wood block, a triangle. And uh, I have a, and the reason I've done that is for this sort of central part of our program, which is an eight minute puppet show that Susanna created years ago that we put into every one of our shows. And it's a puppet fable called The Gardener. And it is a story without any words. And it's accompanied to music on the hammered dulcimer. So I have to dramatize everything that's happening in the puppet theater with the hammered dulcimer music and then those percussion parts that are out there. And it's like a piece of street theater. And it's and fun to perform. And, spe- and speaking of travel... I used to do this um, puppet show. It was a it was a piece of street theater. So when I was traveling in Europe in my youth, um, I traveled all through. Um, I was in Paris. I traveled all through southern Spain, and this particular piece is a story without words. So I can literally perform this in any country in the world, and it's understandable. And when I met Timmy, he composed this music. But it is lovely because um, even, you know, even around here, we've got um, folks who have limited um, language capacity and uh, or English language capacity. So um, it's it's a delightful piece that I so enjoy. And, and just sharing with kids that you don't necessarily have to talk to tell a story. There are other ways to do it. Yeah. Around that, we demonstrate other ways of sharing stories. One being um, the songs that I write are stories. So that's another way to express yourself. We have stories in poetry. We also straight up storytelling, like old man one time had him a mule, um, you know, all kinds of stories and dance. We have a demonstration of a, a little dancing puppet. That's a percussion instrument. You've seen them a little dancing man. And then we get the whole audience to do a sit down square dance. So all these various oh, ways. We also have a pet sloth who only speaks Spanish. So we often get a student to interpret for the pet sloth. And he, they love him. He's adorable. And what's not to love? But I love it. I want to go to the show. <laughs> I'll give, <laughs> you, a, I'll give you a story in a, on a, in a song. If yes, you like. Timmy, please. This, Let's this is, hear a story. This is a song about a flea in a flea circus. And seriously, 
old flea circuses a hundred years ago used real fleas in the performances, little tabletop performances. But uh, later they stopped using real fleas. And that's what this song is about. When the circus came to town, the children would run down to the railroad tracks and watch as the ponies pranced around. Ah, the tents and the rigging, ten thousand things to do. Clowns and tigers, cooks and fleas getting ready for the show. All the laughter and the parties, shops and stores closed down. We loved it when the circus came to town. Should have seen that flea on his little antique trapeze, graceful as a whisper in the air. You could hear the people cheer, see the ladies wipe a tear for Fellini, the fabulous flying flea. They said he was a star in the circus of the sun, sideshow for children, but everyone would come stay so long that the ringmaster fired him, said he'd have to go, refused to have a flying flea who always stole the show. But this traveling circus found him for their big top, said a ring, the most thrilling show I think I've ever seen. Oh, you should have seen that flea on his little antique trapeze graceful as a whisper in the air you could hear the people cheer see the ladies wipe a tear for Fellini the fabulous flying flea I never will forget Fellini's daring act I tell you it was something the spell that flea could cast as a hush fell upon us, the crowd would stop and stare. At that tiny silver cannon, was Fellini really there? Somersaults and spins and turns, magnificent and rare. Some called it an illusion, an imaginary flea. They said the man did sleight of hand, but I still disagree. I saw that flea Fellini, I know I did, I swear, like a shooting star soaring through the air, like a shooting star soaring through the air. Oh, you should have seen that flea on his little antique trapeze, graceful as a whisper in the air. You could hear the people cheer, see the ladies wipe a tear. For Fellini, the fabulous flying flea. Fellini, the fabulous flying flea. That is wonderful, Timmy. <laughs> thank you so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Traveling takes so many different 
angles, doesn't it? <laughs> so you just made that up. Oh, I just made that up. Out of, out of the blue. <laughs> when we saw goodness. a real flea circus at, at Merlefest, Alberti Flea Circus. He's been there for years and years. I'm not sure he's still performing, but such a wonderful man. And he actually did this beautiful flea circus so that song is dedicated to him oh well thank you so much for sharing that and thank you both so much for sharing your stories they're endless stories (laughs) so i want to just find out as um as we're moving into a new year and a new decade what's on your plate moving forward goodness well we're headed uh we're headed down to um south alabama for a tour about 10 days uh, coming up, and then we are very honored to have received a an arts and education grant from the North Carolina Arts Council. We will be um, spending 10 days with students at an elementary school um, down in Duplin County, um, predominantly Hispanic kids. Uh, and then we've got a few more tours lined up. Yeah, this year we have things lined up in Charlotte and around Raleigh. Uh, see, I think we're going out to the coast a couple of times, way out to the northeastern part of North Carolina. Yeah, we go. Yeah, so everywhere. it keeps going and you going just keep and... on going. Another <laughs> decade, it'll be five decades before you know it. You keep on going and tell us one more time how we can get in touch with you, how we can hear and your schedule and all of that good stuff. All right, well, thank you. The website is timmyabellmusic.com and um. You can also go to silvertrout.org. That goes to pretty much the same place, but it talks about what Susanna and I do together. Timmy Abel Music will have a whole range of other things. Perfect. Well, thank you both so much. Thank I just, you, Marilyn. I'm always so enchanted when you're here in the studio, and I just wish you both the best. And, and I really want a heartfelt uh, thank you for the work that you're doing and the joy that you're bringing to children and the hope that you're bringing to the world. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. appreciate you. Well, this is Marilyn Ball. You've been listening to Speaking of Travel. Go out and listen to some great music. Listen to Timmy and Susanna and uh, put your headphones on. Take a walk in the woods. Dream big. Because remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. 